0: Hello and welcome to your Over the Farm Gate podcast, brought to you by Farmers Guardian. I'm your host, FG Deputy Editor, Olivia Midgley. Don't forget, we'll bring you a new episode of the podcast every Tuesday. Just make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform. Well, it landed with a splash last week, FG's brand new consumer-facing campaign, Farming Can, which seeks to demonstrate what farming delivers for society, reached millions of people on launch day. And it's this reach which is critical for a campaign like Farming Can, because this initiative is all about evidencing what farming delivers for a whole host of things, food production, the environment, the economy and jobs, and getting these messages to consumers and those making decisions about the industry. Over the next 12 months, Farming Can will distill real-life farming stories, case studies and strategies into relevant bite-sized messages appropriate for the general public. We'll be sharing this information with the public using social media to provide farming facts, answering their questions, dispelling myths and putting the real truth out there to demonstrate how farming is adapting, explain what's being done with the end goal of bringing the public and farmers closer together. Here's Jess Fredenberg with more.
1: Hello, everyone. With the Farming Can campaign kicking off last week, let's hear more about why this moment in time offers such a good opportunity for agriculture to tell its story. In a moment, we'll be hearing from Lord Curry of Kirkle, who will be sharing his own personal experiences and advice as a farmer about talking to the public and also why the Prince's Countryside Fund is backing the Farmer's Garden campaign. But first, let's head over to Glamorgan Morgan to speak to dairy farmer, Abby Reader, who was awarded an MBE in 2019 for her services to farming, including communicating its story. So, Abby, you're, you're a big advocate of telling people what you're doing as a farmer. And I'm looking at your, your Twitter profile at the moment, for example, and it says promoting farm life and farming issues. Why, as a farmer, do you feel like it's your job to communicate what you do? I think it's really important. People have so many
2: questions about what we do. And in many ways, we're quite an unknown. And it's important that we reassure people and, and really welcome them into our lives and, and try and make them feel a part of the food that, that we grow for them. And try and make it exciting as well, because it it's an exciting world to live in or career to work in or you know whatever it may be. So it's just about portraying that.
1: Farming seems to be like more and more in the spotlight, doesn't it, in, in all sorts of ways, but particularly in terms of climate change and livestock and obviously you're a dairy farmer you know why do you think right now it's so important as well there are
2: there are so many myths out there about what we do at the minute and a lot of them are wrong um and we can get lots of people to help defend us but if we're not defending ourselves um you know you you kind of lose the essence of, of why we do what we do and we we just have to stand up and combat those myths we need to not be afraid of what we do um and to make sure that we tell the truth and it must be you know the truth very very bland very blunt um and and
1: just very very open there's nothing to hide what have you been doing then? tell us a little bit about all the, the sorts of things that you do in terms of communicating on a daily basis like what what are you doing
2: Right, but there there are so many bits and pieces. The most obvious one really are walkers who come across your farm and and we've all seen lots of them over the last twelve months during COVID. Um, be nice. Try to you know, I have to remind myself sometimes, but try not to be that grumpy farmer, even if you're having a bad day, just give someone a smile and a wave. That's all they want. They don't want a conversation for a half an hour. Just smile and a wave, be that friendly farmer. Try and get them on your side so that if there's trouble somewhere in the on the, you know, in the upcoming weeks, months, whatever it may be, you've got some backup there. Use social media, use Facebook, use Twitter, use Instagram, whatever it might be. I'm not big enough for TikTok, but, you know, there's a whole a whole world out there of different ways to communicate and make sure it's it's the fun and the positive messages you give. You can always try and get your influence in various written media. So, so important and such a great audience, you know, if you're getting into local papers and things like that. Open Farm Sunday, FaceTime a farmer, visit your local school we host sometimes scouts and cubs for little tours. There's, there's so many things you can do. Get get people on your side, and they'll only do that if they know who you are, and and you're no longer that frightening monster. You're you're the farmer down the road that produces milk or meat or something.
1: It sounds from what you're saying as well that uh, tone is quite important in terms of the way that you interact with people on a personal level, but maybe also on social media and things like that. You know, how do you approach getting the right tone do you think yeah
2: it's it's a difficult line to tread one of the most typical questions that i will get off people is oh uh farmers work so hard don't they they do such long hours and you know it's very easy to fall into that trap of oh yes we do you know i've had a bit of a long day today it's not you need to throw that right back you're like yes it's a long day but so are so many other peoples and they are it doesn't matter what you do people have a, a whole variety of jobs so yeah it's it is sometimes long days But I am very grateful to be out in the countryside, um, to be working with my family, maybe, or uh, working with my my dog. That's one of one of my greatest pleasures, I think, working on a farm Um, to have all that responsibility, to be able to produce food that people enjoy and, and things like that. It's it's making sure that, you know, even if somebody asks you a negative question, turn it straight back into a positive. And you have to believe it yourself. And as long as you believe it, it's. It's a relatively simple answer. Don't be afraid of negative questions. Don't be afraid if people have misconceptions about you. Um, They will only continue to think that if, if you don't give the right messages back and you just need to be open and as trustworthy as you can be.
1: I like that that idea of turning something negative into a positive in a, in a way that's not I'm guessing you're going to say like not in a defensive way, but you're kind of you're not reacting in a defensive way. are you? you're kind of being you're turning around and being open. Can you give us any more examples of those sorts of questions where that you might have had like that and the responses that you've given?
2: again, if I was going to talk about a typical one at the minute, it might be um people with dogs, you know we we have seen a huge increase in, in dog attacks. If you see somebody out walking with a dog and it's off the lead, try not to get on the defensive and go after them and say, "Put your dog on a lead you know try and try and create a bigger picture and and you know bring people along with you and say, "Oh, um, I just want to let you know there's some livestock just over in that field so um if you wouldn't mind putting that dog on the lead once you're past, then you're safe to let it off or something like that If you want to go for more extreme example, you're a murderer, you murder your cows, you send them off for meat." Uh, and yes yes i do when my cows come to the end of their their useful life on the farm i will treat them as a beef animal and i will send them on for for slaughter and they will go into the food chain and they will go into whatever meals it might be school meals maybe or hospital meals how you react if if you sound apologetic people are going to think that you feel guilty but you know it's true you do send lambs off for slaughter or, or or cows off for slaughter but it's it's part of the food chain you just have to make it as as day-to-day as are you talking to your own kids because that's how we you know that's how we encourage our next generation isn't it to help them understand and at the same time you need to spread that a bit wider and speak to our customers in
1: in a similar sort of manner how did you start at the beginning how did you start communicating more widely Abby because I'm guessing some people listening might might be thinking oh don't know about this it's not something I've done before feels a little bit intimidating perhaps like how did you start? My journey was with Open Farm Sunday uh, we hosted it for
2: the first time I was terrified of doing it but I was determined I was going to because I just felt like we had to make an effort as a, as a family and in many respects it was a, it was a horrendous day it was so stressful And I got to the end of it and I was so glad to see people go because I just wanted to get on with the job that I love, which is farming, not not, you know, spending time doing doing other things. But um, uh, the final message, loads of people gathered around me and said, look, what can we do to support you? And the only message I could give was please buy British, you know, please just any any product you see, just look for the red tractor, buy British. Brilliant. Six months later, I ran into a stranger on a train. Uh, She had two little children with her and they were jumping up and down and they said to me, oh, look, it's the farm lady. It's the farm lady. (laughs) And she came up and she said, do you know, we came to you on Open Farm Sunday and we remember what you said. And from this day on, these two monsters, and she pointed at her kids, have always pestered me to buy British. And it was at that point that I realised why it was so important to do what we do and why I must give up a day, a year to Open Farm Sunday or a few hours to FaceTime a farmer or visiting a local school because we have to make a difference and I knew that if I could do that with one person next year I was going to do that with two and then it would be three and you know if you've got to work around the the population one person at a time so be it but we just have to keep powering on so she taught me a lot.
1: What do you think can happen if more and more farmers start to engage widely with the public and, and you know tell positive stories about what farming can deliver
2: I was I was really going to start with we're on the edge of a cliff now and there's only one way, but actually it's completely wrong. We're on the edge of a springboard and all we need to do is jump. Um, and we are in such a great place at the minute to get those positive messages out there. And if we do, we will get more people buying our products, not just buying them, really enjoying them and championing them because they are now. Um, we will get more youngsters wanting to come into this industry. And yeah, not, probably not just just the... the muddy hands farming it'll be all the people that want to engage in that technology up and down the supply chain to to make us carbon friendly to make us healthy and nutritious and and to make us part of that that countryside that we are so you know we just have to if we're not positive about it other people aren't going to be either so it it starts with us it really has
1: to that was dairy farmer abby reader from glamorgan now, let's head to Northumberland to talk to Farmer and Chair of Trustees at the Prince's Countryside Fund, Lord Curry.
3: We are really excited by this campaign and very, very keen to support it because farmers have so much to celebrate. In the past, I've tried to identify uh, the outcomes that farmers deliver from the countryside, and there is a very, very long list. Uh, we provide food, and most farmers would see themselves primarily as food producers, and we produce some of the best food in the world, produced to the highest standards. So we want uh, to continue to do that and, and satisfy the majority of the food needs of the British public. We see that as a key function. But we also have the challenge of delivering on climate change, and we can do a lot to help offset and mitigate and contribute to the challenges of climate change. Farmers are also um, crucially important to local and rural communities. Uh, We are farmers, even though I retired three years ago, I still regard myself as a farmer. Once a farmer, always a farmer. Uh, We care for the British countryside. I think it's probably not understood by many of the public, that the landscape they see when they visit the countryside has been managed by generations of farmers. Farmers helped to shape the countryside. Farmers built the walls that we see. they planted the hedges. Uh, They've planted the crops. They look after the animals. And so we have so much to celebrate. We look after the environment, you know, and the environment is becoming so important now. And uh, planting trees... Uh, maintaining our soil, all of these things are crucially important activities which, which farmers do. And so we want the public to see the work that we carry out day by day and enjoy it and appreciate it.
1: What have you found has worked for you when you've been trying to just talk to everyday people about what you do as a farmer?
3: Um, I think farmers by nature are fairly modest people. They um, they don't like to talk about themselves and the work they do, but uh, the public are fascinated now by farming, more so than has ever been the case in my lifetime. People love to see what's happening on farms. They love animals. They want to see what's happening to animals. I think people are fascinated too by the crops that we grow, the range of crops that we grow, and, uh, the you know, these amazing tasks that farmers fulfill, um, I've often talked about the range of skills that farmers require. You know, we have to be practical husbandry. Uh, we need to be able to look after our animals. We need to have a certain knowledge of veterinary skills to be able to look after animals. We need to have crop husbandry and understand how crops grow. We need to be uh, mechanics and look after machines. We have to be accountants and keep accounts. We have to have practical skills like building walls and fences, all of those things. And so farmers are very skilled, but not good at telling people how skilled they are. And so inviting people onto farms and encouraging them to see what we do is the best way of communicating with the public and convincing them how wonderful farming is.
1: If more farmers are able to communicate what farming delivers and what it can deliver, and more people start to understand that, what is the potential there for farming?
3: The better that people understand what we do on our farms, the more inclined they will be to purchase the produce that we produce on our farms. It's essential also that the public recognize that in caring for the countryside, when they're out enjoying the countryside, they play their part in caring for the countryside. Um it it frustrates me when i see the amount of litter that's lying around our countryside. So, you know, by by understanding better the work that we do, people will respond in my view in a very positive way. They want to buy our food. All the research which suggests that people are really interested in local provenance, local food, they would, i think, buy in to the services we provide and help us to maintain this beautiful countryside. So I think there's much to be gained in having a better understanding by both parties uh, on uh, how the countryside functions, what people enjoy, and how we as farmers can respond to the public and the public can respond to us.
1: Do you think it could potentially encourage more young people into the industry as well, if they understand more about it?
3: Yes, and I've been involved over the last couple of years in a skills initiative in uh, how we can not only respond to all the challenges we face uh, in a rapidly changing world with um, a whole range of new skills we're going to need in terms of understanding data, new technologies, all of those things that are happening around us in order that we can stay in business and grasp new opportunities, but also encouraging young people to consider a career in the countryside, in agriculture and in country, in rural businesses. We need to project ourselves much better than we've done in the past, communicate the exciting prospects there are for young people or even middle-aged people who may want to change their career. This is such an interesting and exciting opportunity for young people at this point in time. Um, rather than see agriculture as one of the last resorts in terms of career choice, we should be the first resort. And we need young people with their enthusiasm, their open minds to help to influence us in, in rising to the challenges we face going forward.
1: Yes, I guess it's a it's a bit of a two way thing, isn't it? Like you say, it's it's uh, you know we need young people in the industry to input as well, coming from different backgrounds.
3: Yeah, there's there's a, there's a there's a really important balance to be struck between uh, having the traditional skills and knowledge that farmers have, and these are crucially important. Our heritage is massively important, but we need to be able to embrace new skills new technologies and marry the two together to ensure that we're rising to the challenge in the future and we have a wo- workforce, people who are equipped uh, to do that.
1: Can you think of any instances in, in your life as a farmer where you've engaged with you know, somebody who's not a farmer and you've sort of come away from that conversation thinking... I'm really glad I had that conversation about farming with this person. Are there any instances like that that you can remember?
3: Yes, uh, lots. But lo- lo- I've hosted lots of school visits um, on our farm, and they're always rewarding. Uh, children are fascinated by farming life, and to be able to communicate what we do on a farm to school children is a is a massive responsibility and you know as a as a farming sector we ought to be ambitious and try and reach every child in britain to bring them onto the farm to bring them into the countryside so that they can influence uh they have influenced by what they see and uh we can unlock in their little minds an interest ongoing interest In uh, in agriculture, in farming, in the food they produce, and in the career choices they will make later in life. But let me give you one fascinating example. It happened a number of years ago. We had some friends staying, and uh, they'd never been to a farm before. And this gentleman um, climbed onto a tractor and just sat there on a tractor. He said, "I've never been close to a tractor before. All I know about tractors is." They roll over and kill people, and I said, "Well, let me just tell you why a tractor is important, and not every tractor rolls over and kills people." Sadly, we have a, you know, a very high uh, incidence of accidents on farms, and it's something we need to work on very carefully. But to explain to him, you know, why a tractor was essential to a farmer and what those tractors did every day was like scales dropping from his eyes. It was just incredible to see uh, the the dramatic change in his understanding of life on a farm. It's extremely rewarding. And um, people go away. You have a sense of them leaving much better informed than they were before and uh, ready to explore another area of country life in the next conversation they have.
1: Are there any um, any particular topics, would you say, that you perhaps find it more difficult to talk to somebody about? If they if they ask you a question, you think, oh, this is a bit tricky. How do I handle this?
3: Um, the basics of farming life, you know the breeding of animals, how all of that works is seems to be a bit of a mystery to most people. You know, humans understand the whole philosophy of how life continues. But when it comes down to farm animals, there seems to be a, a, a lack of understanding. Um, And I well remember uh, some ladies leaning over the fence uh, during lambing time at our farm. And they looked at one another and they started discussing their own experiences. I remember when little Freddie was born, they seeing the sheep giving birth to lambs and immediately related that to their own experience, their own maternal experiences. And suddenly for them, it was a, a real experience. It made sense and so trying to overcome those um, that lack of knowledge of what happens practically on a farm is an interesting challenge for all of us
1: to any farmer who's who's listening and thinking that they're maybe they're a bit shy about talking to the public or they're a bit bit reticent maybe they're a bit scared about getting bad reactions or difficult questions What would you say to them to encourage them to open up and talk to people?
3: Um, That they underestimate their own ability. They have vast knowledge of what goes on 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 their farm. Um, Very often they are concerned they might be presented with difficult questions and uh, may not feel confident to answer them. Uh, Referring back to your last question, I mean, the use of chemicals on some farms, farmers find that a difficult question to answer to explain why they do what they do. But always remember, the person you're talking to knows much less than you do about the topic. So you shouldn't feel shy and embarrassed and reticent. Just go for it. Start explaining what you do, what you've done today what you plan to do tomorrow, and you'll find that people are really fascinated by that and they want to hear more.
0: Thanks to Jez, Abby Reader and Lord Curry, there. This positive campaign really will showcase the people, organisations and efforts of the whole farming industry to the general public. See how you can get involved at fginsight.com forward slash farming can and the dedicated public-facing social media accounts at farming can on twitter instagram and facebook we're looking forward to sharing your pictures and videos just remember to use hashtag farming can in all your posts well that's it for this week we'll be back with you next week with more until then thank you for listening goodbye for now